0: Thanks for tuning in to Starting Eleven on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, the English Premier League, Pro Tennis Tours and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon on patreon.com slash LGR underscore network and please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show everyone. Hello everyone! Happy Boxing Day, and welcome Ooh. to Starting Eleven here on the Let's Get Ready Network. I'm Adelia. That's my buddy Snark, who actually celebrates Boxing Day because he's Canadian. And, Do uh, I ever? In-
1: <laughs> Unbelievable! Such a you know. There's your tier rank lang- rankings <laughs> for holidays. Boxing Day is right there, right
0: up. I'm there. sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. What it is a good day for is Premier League football. We had some okay. good games today.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, we will be talking about them later. We're going all the way back to last, what, Thursday? To get started with the matches we're some talking about here today. Yeah,
1: last Thursday. Well, uh, some of these matches are good. It was a good weekend. I could think of one match that was pretty bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but only one. Uh, well, we'll start with the first one. We'll start Palace and Brighton. And it was a match that started the week. It but. was. <laughs> uh, really nothing much to it. Uh, except for uh, like the first goal or whatever comes with the, uh, what's his name? Bart Verbruggen? Is that how you say his la- mm, last name? I think so. Uh, just a goalie brain fart. Uh, he gets pressured. He tries to clear the ball. It goes off uh, Michael Elise's head. Uh Will Hughes gets it, gets it back to Elise, and then a nice little crossover to Jordan Ayu, uh, who scores. And uh, I really liked Ayu in this game. It's one of the yeah, it's a he's a name that he haven't heard much about uh from Palace for a while. Him and Hesse. You never hear about Hesse yeah. anymore either. Anyways, uh Michael Elise stealing the show over there. He's been fantastic since coming back from injury, almost going to Chelsea. Looks like he might have dodged a bullet with that one, but uh, so uh, Brighton wasn't—you know—Brighton was okay in the first half, but they were much better in the second half, and um, gets paid off with a goal. Pascal Gross, whose name I love to spell when I love to pronounce, because it has <laughs> the most interesting letter in maybe sports history. Anyways, uh, he finds Danny Wallback. Uh, nice slow kind of looping header finds the top corner to tie the game. Uh, Brighton gets a point, Palace gets a point. So you know that's a Thursday football game for you, I guess. Uh, really, yeah. there wasn't much excitement to this game, but you know it's always a. It had a couple nice plays in it, but yeah, this will not be one that when they tell the story of 2023, people will omit this one for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't really remember all that much about it already, and it was only on <laughs> Thursday, so um, There's
1: been a lot. There's been Danny a lot. Welbeck's
0: goal was a nice header,
1: yeah. Um, it was a nice placement, it's just so slow, it just came off as it's yeah. so slow. it? It's like one of those uh, uh things you see in like a sitcom when you know or something like that, or, or an inspirational movie when you know the ball is going in, everybody watches or whatever, and it slowly drifting. in. But this is in real time, it's just that slow. It's everybody yeah. watches.
0: Yeah. Our buddy in the chat here might remember it more than I do because he says, Shout out to Chris Richards for playing the holding six. I don't remember Chris Richards playing in midfield in that game, but sure.
1: Sure. That's fine. Fair smooth on everybody. National american treasure i'm just gonna say that right now they should probably make a mayor all right uh speaking of your national treasures adelia Mm -hmm. we should have uh maybe you have justin talk to everyone watching about our patreon
0: Hey, guys, it's Justin, a.k.a. Hambone, just here to let you know a couple of things that we have going
1: on with the channel. One, we have a Patreon. If you can and want to support us, you can do that. Little as a dollar. You can join the Discord. We also have a merch store where you can get some cool shirts, mugs and stuff with all of our different shows and labels on there. And thank you for all of our supporters that have already been there with
0: us. That is patreon.com slash LGR underscore network if you're interested in helping support the channel. And another way you can help support the channel is by subscribing to the channel. Um, You know, it helps us out because then you'll know when we're on. That's right. And you won't miss anything. And there's a lot going on over the next couple of weeks that you don't want to miss. So,
1: yeah. That's true. Now, uh, we're moving on to the Friday match. We got Acid Villa at home. In their fortress, they have at Villa Park, playing lowly Sheffield United. Yep. And they're they're utterly dominating them. They were kicking the hell out of them, except for the one problem: they couldn't get a goal. Mhm. It looked like they should have scored. Leon Bailey should have had a goal. How that gets pulled away after a full. Okay, so they're saying that uh, 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 in the lead-up to this play, uh, there's a, 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 a corner. A, a Fodderingham gets pulled down at some point, they say. It looks like a full 13 seconds goes by. Not only that, they had control of the ball and were moving up. They mm-hmm. lost control of the ball. The ball was taken again and turned around. They said... After Bailey scores, Bailey scores, he's onside. He's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with the goal. But they say that because 13 seconds earlier, it looked like the, the keeper gets brought down. So they wave it off.
0: This made no sense to me. Yeah. I mean, like 13 seconds fan, is going by. You can't a, pull something back for 13 seconds. Where was this before? Yeah.
1: They just never did it before. So, whatever. Anyways, uh, Cameron Archer. Cameron Archer gets Sheffield United Mm -hmm. on the board. 87 minutes in. Uh, So, uh, 15 straight matches at home. Winning streak. They could move to top of the table with a win in this match. Yeah. Did you ever expect even just a goal like this happened? And what was the... I think the percentage was like 77% of the ball or something like that going to Villa. It was crazy. They were no cl- like, Sheffield United had no business being in this, but that's why you play the game. So Villa scores. But uh, they were given nine extra minutes of stoppage time, probably because they were looking at that uh, Leon Bailey call, that Leon Bailey call. Mm-hmm. And so the, Nicolo Zaniolo c- had come on earlier, and he's the one. Yeah. Guess the goal gets the goal to salvage at least a point for Villa to
0: mm-hmm. at least
1: uh, save some face. But I remember us talking about when we were doing up the, the predictions earlier in the week like, there's no chance, like, we gave them no chance. No chance no at chance. one time. We called Sheffield United the worst team we'd ever seen. While sitting yeah. started doing this show, uh, well, there you go. Uh, strange things can happen, Villa. Only manages a draw at home to Sheffield. The winning streak's now over. Uh, we'll see. The Villa has another match this week, as does, yeah. uh, as does Sheffield. They both played today. They both had, uh, let's say, similar results. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both um, played today.
0: Our buddy Paris in the chat says he just checked. Chris Richards has been playing in midfield for four weeks. This tells you how little of an impact. Uh, That's made on my brain that I have no idea that that's happened. He also (laughs) wants to know why Zainolo is playing. Didn't he get caught betting unless he was the snitch?
1: He was probably a snitch.
0: He was probably the snitch.
1: Yeah. I don't remember him actually being on before, so he may have been suspended right up until this time. But yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I can't remember the last time I saw Zainolo on the pitch.
0: I don't remember either.
1: Yeah. Can't remember at all. I don't think it's happened, but I'm not going to look it up right now. We got a lot to talk about here, Adelia. Mm-hmm. Gosh darn it. It's Boxing Day. It's a Boxing Day. It's the one day of the year you look forward to as a Canadian, as an Englishman, I guess, as well. Uh, all right. Maybe not so much. All right. So we're going to move on. West Ham, London Stadium, hosting a United team where United actually were the better team in the first half. Yeah uh you know they held the line Sarah possession throughout the match uh but second half they just disappeared mm-hmm. uh, getting uh one uh i don't think they got one shot on target the entire second half tough to uh tough to score with that and it turns out uh west ham have a couple players that have been doing pretty well for them i think we just mentioned them every week we might as well consider them co-stars of the show. Yeah. We got Jared Bowen. It's going from a nice feeling from paquetta speaking of people who shouldn't be playing. Yep. Uh yeah, it just finds a way through Onana like I don't know. It's whatever. I think it just I mean lots of, of balls whatever. have
0: found their way through Onana this year, so I'm not really surprised that another yep. one did.
1: Yep. Uh and then uh Mo Kudis. Again, a, a nice play with uh, uh, Paquette again. Pass him the wall, pass to spring him in the uh, spring him forward, and another goal. So the two guys you look to at West Ham, they keep producing for them, and uh, they mm-hmm. now they move up to sixth in the table. West Ham United, the Hammers are sixth, yep. and it's one of the worst weeks of my life, and it's going to get keep getting worse. We're going to talk about that when we get to it, but yeah. Hooray for West Ham. But we could say the team I hate almost as much as West Ham, maybe more, probably more than anybody in the English Premier League is Fulham. And they got to play Lowly Burnley. And they get to do it at Craven Cottage. Yep. So uh, First, of course, when we we're talking about the match, we have to say congratulations to Rebecca Welch, becoming the first uh, female official, I guess, head referee, I suppose,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, in at Premier League history, right? Yes. Even, yeah, and then the assistant VAR was a woman as well, Natalie Aspinall. So, yeah, uh, good for them. It's a, I thought know, she
0: did really well, too.
1: She was fine. I w- there was a couple of things I didn't like, not from her. But there did look like a bit of a uh, bullying going on. There would be calls and you they'd have three or they, four guys going would, on at a yeah. time. I uh, didn't like that either. She's gonna she should have picked one. Should have just picked one. Yellow card right away. You gotta you got that's gotta stop. It, it can't happen. Next week, she was just, I'm sure she's gonna get told about it. It's Like, do not let them do that to you. That was yeah. ridiculous. That was horse shit. Uh but what else are we gonna say about this match? Two words, uh James Trafford uh he's uh he's pretty good uh two things if i could go back in time be anybody in the world i would like to be his agent because this summer there's going to be a dump truck full of money brought to his house and they're just going to leave it on the front lawn say here you Mm -hmm. go swimming it like your Scrooge mcduck uh this kid's going to be worth it uh yeah uh another fantastic performance a clean sheet i think that's only the second clean we talk about this guy about how great he is and that's only the uh, second uh clean sheet of his uh, season so far so uh just tells you how, how much uh, he's needed for that squad even though you know they're fighting they're fighting to get out of a uh, relegation yeah but, uh, yeah uh, everybody kind of everybody in that spot at least for these early matches did well uh who scored for them wilson odeber uh he had a nice goal uh sander burge they both scored from similar spots mm-hmm. uh yeah Brent leno really made a mess of the uh sander burge one but yeah know, no one's no one's crying for fulham on this channel i can tell you that no uh, they got to be better. Ferris
0: is, Ferris is saying, "Who's agent? James Trafford, Ferris, the goalkeeper yeah. for Burnley. Yeah.
1: He's fantastic. Yeah, he's
0: fantastic. And terrific. he's kept them in games that they shouldn't have been in. And,
1: and twenty years old.
0: Yeah, he's real young.
1: Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna be uh, one of the greats. At least so far. There's gonna have to be a catastrophic injury to stop his rise. I think. And he's certainly not gonna be it at Burnley."
0: Yeah, it's not going to be Burnley.
1: Unless somehow they manage to stay up. That'd be crazy. But you yeah. you would imagine that, that they're chomping at the bit to sell this kid. Got to sell at the, yeah. at the top.
0: Ferris, we have enough of a goalkeeper issue with two really good goalkeepers at the moment. We don't need to add in James Trafford.
1: Yeah. Uh, Plus, I think I, it
0: would be unfair on this kid with as well as he's played to go put him somewhere behind someone and make him sit on the bench for most of the season now.
1: I'm trying to think of a spot to put him. Like where would he go? Like, uh, like uh, you look at Fulham. Like Jose Sa's not a bad goalkeeper. I wouldn't put him in West Ham.
0: And um, see, I don't know where he'd go.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. Like uh, everyone, like you could say Chelsea, 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 but Chelsea's screwed. Chelsea's screwed. I don't think he'd sign yeah. there, anyways. Uh, they have put themselves in a in a pickle. Some of the signings and stuff like that. Now they're talking about having to sell Conor Gallagher or something like that. The only guy who seems to show up every week, even though he gets a little, uh, he gets a little out of hand. Uh-huh. I think it's, I think it's the term we could use, the yellow cards. He's not the only one. Anyways, we'll talk, we'll talk about that. Let's keep moving on. Let's go, oh, Adelia. We got a, an emotional match, Kenilworth Road. Uh, the first match since uh, Tom Lockyer's cardiac as they said it's arrest or should we say it's, it's like cardiac arrest it was cardiac arrest cardiac arrest, cardiac arrest. <sighs> so first match back uh since uh that last match at Burnmouth, we got uh, not even suspended what was it called what's the official word abandoned it? yeah it's being abandoned of, it was abandoned uh well andros Townsend pays the greatest tribute can for Tom Lockyer uh, after uh, Ross, Barkley, uh, uh, head from a, Ross Barkley gets ahead from a corner, it falls to him, and heads it in, and Luton go up on a Newcastle squad that didn't look like they knew really what they were doing out there.
0: No, Newcastle were so awful. No, Shout out, I, though, to the Newcastle fans who did have a nice banner saying well soon to Tom Lockyer. Mm-hmm. I thought that was classy of them. Their team didn't play well in
1: this game. It looks uh like Isak has been uh uh getting better. It looks like he scores. They call him offside. Uh yeah. He's offside by what? Maybe an elbow. Is yeah. this what the rule is supposed to be? Uh yeah. Well, a disappointing uh a disappointing match for Newcastle, it has, they have not had the best run of form as of late. Uh, any team that can lose to Chelsea is probably not a very good squad at the moment. Uh, they talk about, they've had a bunch of injuries. They're getting players back. There's just, there's just something a little off. But at least they're going to get more rest. They don't have a Champions League to worry about. They don't have the Carabao Cup to worry about anymore. Yep. Adelia.
0: With the way that they're playing after next weekend they won't have the uh or not next weekend but the weekend after they won't have the FA Cup to worry about. I don't know who they have in the FA Cup but they're not playing like a team that's going to win that game.
1: Nope. Nope. Uh I think uh uh their goalie goes down. I think that's the hardest one for them to take, right? The uh Yeah. The check uh, yeah, the Czech kid comes in. It just hasn't looked the same, even though Eddie Howe's uh, talking him up and saying he's world-class goalkeeper. It's like, oh it's like you're saying, yeah, like if you're you're saying your kid is the best baseball player you've ever seen or something like that. It's like, yeah, go get him, champ. Uh, he's not. He's not very. He's not very good. Uh, and they haven't looked the same. And they don't look like a confident bunch. And uh, this is more like the Newcastle we've grown to despise. There you go. Yeah. Good job, Jordies. Anyways, moving on. We still got lots. Uh, mm-hmm. Forest, Bournemouth, and uh, the inevitability, the unfortunate inevitability, happened this week. Uh, something that I know I didn't want to see happen. Cause I liked the guy. I thought he was the most English-looking person in the entire Premier League. But yeah. Steve Steve Cooper officially got the sack this week. A man that brought them from circling the bowl in the championship to the Premier League in, what, two seasons? Yeah. Given 18 months in the Premier League and not in danger of relegation. So, anyways, whatever. Uh, they get rid of him. He'll, he'll end up in a spot. He'll end up in a spot that will appreciate him, that'll give him money to actually go get things, not just a, a hobbled Callum hudson doy. Oh, I just thought of one thing. So, uh, he gets replaced with Nuno. Nuno Espirito Santo. Yep. A a two-and-a-half-year contract. Uh, Guys, he uh, used to coach Spurs, so he must be good.
0: Yeah, he lasted, what, four months at Spurs? Spurs
1: maybe uh but he did last like seven years at wolves and he was like they he, were actually good, good with-
0: at wolves he did good yeah. at wolves
1: so, so same kind of club i think this is the right size club for nuno mm-hmm. it wasn't uh you know it wasn't the best game to uh uh to uh make your debut having to go up against a cherry squad who have been on fire I, what was the last time you saw a Burnmouth team ever be good? Never mind this good.
0: I can't remember.
1: Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, one thing we should talk about before we start talking about goals and stuff like that. Uh, Robert Jones is the referee, and oh uh, boy, Willie Bullies on a uh, on a yellow card, and then he's given a second. For a sliding tackle that wins the ball cleanly, mm-hmm. and he gets stepped on. Yeah.
0: I was watching this and I was like, what in the hell is this rough thinking? And because it's a second yellow, Var can't intervene. They can't do and anything. Say, you got this completely wrong.
1: Yeah. That was shameful. That was it shameful. Was
0: terrible. This is the worst sending off I've seen this year.
1: Yeah, I that's in the notes as well. I can't remember when it was this bad. Like I was thinking, maybe like a the Tomiyasu one or whatever with Arsenal or whatever with the time wasting or whatever. But
0: the Tomiyasu uh, one was bad, but like I can see if they're trying to be letter of the law to the the time wasting thing, why they sent him off. Yeah. The uh this one clean tackle, he gets stepped on, he gets sent off. Yeah, it made no sense to me
1: makes no sense and uh you know <laughs> nuno had been around for what two days yeah. i highly doubt uh, he even knows his own way to the pitch yet he probably mm-hmm. has, has to have a driver never mind the squad guys names so i yeah. don't think he had any time to teach him 10 man tactics but it's a Langa that gets the first goal yeah nice pass from chris wood on that one more about him later uh, Dom Solansky, who's been... Hey, come on, Dominic Solansky this year. Uh getting Yeah. Yeah, it's Dom Solanke. Uh, gets goals for 51st in the 58th minute. And then Chris Wood, uh, who can, we'll talk about this week, uh, equalizes right. in the 74th, uh, getting his head to a Morgan Gibbs white corner. But... Guys, Dom Solanski, like another a hand trick for Dom Solanski, dragging, cl- dragging his club, kicking and screaming to victory, uh, climbing the climbing left. He gets up high to get that ball. Yep. Uh, and the Adam Smith cross. Three more points for the Cherries. At that point, they're at 12th.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: This was on Saturday. We'll see how yeah. they do Tuesday. But uh, yeah, uh, Bournemouth, what a story they've been.
0: They did not not start well under Andoni Areola, but they have really started to play very well lately.
1: They've been really good. Uh, A team that had been playing good had to play a team that had been playing mediocre at best where Tottenham hosting Everton Mm -hmm. and somebody who had been mediocre who has been pretty good lately. Richarlison gets another goal from his, from his boot. He gets another he from did. his boot. Unbelievable. He's scoring uh, with his feet. Yeah, unbelievable. He's figured it out, guys. It's not just his face anymore. Uh, a real nice pass from Brendan Johnson. Uh, Son gets a goal here uh, a few minutes later. Uh, again, uh, Brendan Johnson rebound that falls to him. And uh, past Jack, Jordan Pickford. Now Jordan Pickford looks like he runs into uh, a Tottenham guy on the play, but they decided no call needs to be made with that. Mm-hmm. The guy was very much just in his way on the goal crease, but whatever. I was fine. I was fine. Like I'm not. I'm not saying there was a conspiracy. I was yeah. fine with it. I was fine with that. Uh, Tom Calvert, Lewin looked like he brought the toffees with those one, but <laughs> his goal is over overturned by a by a VAR. On a foul, the jersey made on Emerson Royal on the lead-in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Again, what?
0: Yeah, I didn't understand this at all.
1: Uh, huh? Yes. Anyway, uh, Everton was a much better squad in the second half. They did get a uh, they did get a well-deserved goal. Andre Gomez scores. A great
0: strike from Andre Gomez.
1: hmm uh yeah, but Spurs held on. Now we talked about uh goalkeeping and uh, Trafford's been good, but Vicario has been very good for he Spurs. Has been. Uh a couple of uh a couple of stinkers. I think that's been the difference between the two. Like uh um James Trafford will let in goals, but he's had no choice because he has no defense in front of him. Yeah. Tottenham ha- has players. Uh, Vicario has been very good for those players, but he's also been uh, Uh, letting a couple goals in. Uh, One last thing I wanted to talk about like on Christmas, like Christmas, what is this December 23rd, this match, how dare they wear Everton, wear those jerseys.
0: (laughs) That's their away kit
1: Navy and coral. Yeah. I don't
0: understand why they weren't in their home kit. Like, it doesn't clash with Tottenham's kit. Like, I didn't get it.
1: It very much does not. Uh, There was a club that went this entire year without using their away kit until this week. I'll talk about that later. Let's talk about a match that you were probably more interested in. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle Forest. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Liverpool... Liverpool, Arsenal, and you guys came out like your house is on fire. Yeah. For that first, well, the first three minutes, especially uh, leading up to uh, Gabrielle's goal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then for the next 15 minutes or so, you guys were very good. And then the foot went off the gas. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, uh, Mo Salah gets the goal, not great defending uh, by Zinchenko on the play.
0: No, not great at all.
1: Uh, I I don't know if that's when uh, uh, Ferris sent that note or whatever that about he doesn't know how long Zinchenko would last or whatever. It's so, like uh, it turns out Mo Salah pretty good.
0: Salah is pretty good, but you have to do better than Zinchenko did there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd just say it's. Not, I don't think it's a pattern of of. Plays like that, for instance, no. but he hasn't he hasn't had a great run of form as of late. Yeah, <sighs> I want to ask because yeah, the, guys, there isn't much of this. Like uh, that solid goal was in the 28th minute. It was a very exciting football. It was two tactical teams matching each other. Like if you if you want that kind of thing, if you want the chess match, it's a, it was a really good match. But how scared were you when you saw that ball leave train Alexander Arnold's foot?
0: Um, I was convinced that was a goal. Yeah. Uh, And then it wasn't, and I was very happy.
1: He hit the hell out of that crossbar, I can tell you that.
0: He did. Uh, That was a five-on-one that became a five-on-two because William Saliba kept pace with Darwin Nunez all the way back down the pitch and basically took away Nunez as an option for Salah, so he passed his uh, Alexander-Arnold, who hit the crossbar, and um we got lucky on that one we also got lucky i would say on the uh, martin odegaard handball
1: yes very much so
0: yeah i don't <laughs> understand okay so th- my commentator said the word from var was that he was bracing himself as he fell
1: that's happened to chelsea before too i didn't yeah. agree with it then and, either. and
0: um i i just like i don't know that that was what he was doing um I don't think it was falling. I don't think he was falling. He didn't he didn't fall. I don't even think his hand hit the ground. Um, it was very strange. We got very lucky on that. Um, but I'll take it.
1: Yep, for sure. Uh Arsenal are guaranteed to be tops of the table at Christmas, second time in a row. Second year in a row, mm-hmm. I should say. I uh, said
0: I'd take a draw out of that game and we got a draw, so I'm happy. I would have preferred to win. Yeah, but sure. you can't always get what you want. And with sure. as badly as we've been beaten at Anfield in recent years, I will take a draw.
1: Yeah, tricky tricky, and mischievous things have happened at Anfield for sure. Um, yeah, and uh, Unai Emery should be kicking himself after letting that opportunity go. Chance to get uh, three fairly simple points at home against a weak club. Uh, who just changed managers, but uh yeah, uh things fell into place for for your squad. Uh well, so far in the week. Uh now we get to talk about the Chelsea Football Club and Chelsea lose mm-hmm. at Ballon to the Wolves. Now,
0: I'm sure this was a great start to your Christmas Eve.
1: I've called this episode underneath me. A nightmare before Christmas. This was an absolute nightmare. For some reason, Robbie on Christmas Eve morning was up at 6.30. So he said, oh, goody, I get to watch Chelsea uh, on my big screen in the living room. So I sit down with a cup of coffee, ready to enjoy some Christmas Eve football and not yell and scream and wake up everybody in my house. And by 20 minutes into this thing, I had to have a pillow over my face because uh, let's talk Chelsea first. Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: Unbelievably uh, disappointing from them. Uh, It's, they just filled with mistakes. Uh, They missed chances. They flub chances. There's needless yellows. Now like Cole Palmer doesn't get to play next week. Who else doesn't get to play next week? Is it, it's either Malo Gusto or it's Nicholas Jackson. If it's Nicholas Jackson, I won't lose any sleep. I think
0: Ni- it's Nicholas Jackson.
1: Nicholas Jackson. Check. Nicholas Jackson is supposed to be a striker. Okay. Yes, he's mm-hmm. young. Yes, he hasn't had very much uh, experience, especially at a high level club, having played only whatever it was a handful of games uh, for Villarreal before uh, coming over. Uh, he had scored eight goals in nine games or whatever, and so oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be our guy. And at times in the preseason, he looked electric. But since the season started, like he got the three, he got three goals. He's had seven goals this year. Three of them come against a nine-man Tottenham squad that we had to keep force feeding the ball, and they kept trying to blow it. Uh, but he got those goals. And it's good. And it's always great to beat Tottenham. It's always great to score a goal against Tottenham. Uh, he has so many chances with the ball just coming to him just to hit it. Just to hit it in. he It's like he wants to stop it every time. He stops the ball to set himself up. I don't know if he understands the Premier League, but the other team wants that ball too. So he stops the ball, and there's always somebody in the way. There's always somebody there. You got to just get rid of it. I don't know what it takes. Like, obviously, the coach has faith in this guy. Nobody else does. Nobody else who follows the squad has faith in him right now. Eventually, he could be a great player. Sure. But we aren't, you know, we aren't a training ground. Like, this is Chelsea Football Club. We've had some of the best strikers in the world. We can't just wait for this kid to eventually get it. He needs to get it. And he keeps playing. He was that bad. And they gave him 80 minutes. They pulled Broya out 59 minutes, and I had no problem with that. Armando mm-hmm. Broya, like aside from 10 minute spots at the ends of matches where he's had made something happen, did he create anything? Did he create any space for himself? Can he pass? He certainly can't shoot. It's been terrible. And he has to go on when people's legs are tired. Like that has to be his thing. Mm-hmm. He just he's just. And he's a like he's a local kid. I know it says he's from Albania and stuff like that. He's actually from not far down the road from Cobham, I think. So he's like a local kid. We want him to succeed, but he's not. And these are the players we got to get rid of. So we have to go get other players. We have to go get a striker, yeah. a world class striker. But how do we do it? If we have to sell Connor Gallagher, so mm-hmm. we can keep Nicholas Jackson, what is happening to this club? Um, it
0: is not Nicholas Jackson who is suspended. He already served his suspension. It is Raheem Sterling and Cole Palmer who are suspended.
1: Raheem Sterling. Let's move to him. He's had a good year, but he's showing it in flashes. Now he's sign-waving. He'll have good matches. He'll have bad matches. Mm-hmm. But my nightmares were a continual loop of him going three on the keeper with Palmer and Jackson. So really two and a half on the keeper. And when you're doing that, you have three options. The easy pass for the goal, hopefully to Palmer. You can dribble past the goalkeeper that's coming at you because he's a goalkeeper Mm -hmm. and you're Raheem Sterling and you're so much faster. Or you could chip it over said goalkeeper. You don't just put it into the goalkeeper. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. How did you not like how does he not see the pass? There's yeah. they had two guys wide open. There isn't a uh there isn't a wolves player for yards. How simple was it? How much did he think it was up to him? How do you not just chip it over? There's so much. Like I just, you know, imagine if that was at hazard. But well, it's you know, that's that's so simple. That should be so simple. But that's what Chelsea has turned into this year. Chelsea just Mm -hmm. keeps losing. We've lost more than we've won this year. Like, overall, this is the worst calendar year for Chelsea ever. Ever. We just keep losing. It's not good enough. Listen, like, in all written, of course, the potch out things. Like, we are a huge, like, you know, it's a joke now. But how we fire managers, we go through managers more than Spinal Tap goes through drummers. It's just a continual thing. But Poch isn't right. Nobody's right. But nobody's going to be right for us until we start winning. And even mm-hmm. when we start winning, if you lose like twice or whatever, then it's not good enough. Like just think of some of the guys like, like Carlo Ancelotti getting fired in the dugout after a match. Yeah, like Carlo Ancelotti. That's our level. We get, you know, an ex-Spurs guy, an ex-PSG guy. Guy couldn't win two of the best players maybe eh, well two of the best players of all time I wouldn't say three but two of them like a Neymar isn't the, one of the best ever sorry guys no no uh but you have the best of all time and you have that French kid that's pretty good
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he couldn't win with them but is there a glimmer of hope Adelia Is there there a shining German star there in the distance? Because eventually, in his wisdom, in the fifty-eighth minute or whatever it is, he puts on Christopher and Cuckoo, Mm -hmm. and the game changes. We'd already been down one Uh, Lamina because we guys, we Chelsea cannot uh, defend corners because all of our guys are way too small. And Batty Ashiel puts himself in bad places. But this isn't Mm -hmm. on Batty Oshio. Yeah, he just goes over. uh, Lamina goes over people. He looks like he's two feet taller than everybody. Gets the goal. No problem. And then Batty Ashiel had that bad play against Newcastle and Carabao Cup. And then he goes on to uh, to Twitter. What's he saying? Paris (laughs) Rob,
0: you know what to do. It's time to bring the special one.
1: Could you imagine? We bring in one of my favorite, <laughs> my favorite Portuguese people ever. Uh, I, it's not gonna happen. Uh, no. They're gonna, they're gonna keep Pochettino for whatever frigging reason, and because they don't want it, they don't want it to be a thing. They want to those stuff, right? You know, who you get rid of, you get of Win Stanley and those other guys. Anybody who's in like the, uh, the recruiting and stuff like that, get rid of all of them. Get rid of this project. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. What are you guys doing? You know. You, uh, You guys want to be Bournemouth. Like, your guys are, like, yeah, they're having a good run now. But you're looking at being 12th all the time. That's what you want for Chelsea? How much money did you pay for these guys? You guys, plus, you guys just gave a pitcher who can't throw $700 million. I don't know. Whatever. That's a different sport, guys. Different sport. Anyways, and Cuckoo comes on. He scores a header of all things. But – Yeah, he's incredibly fast. You can just see the talent pouring off of this guy, but he's still that same height. He's like, Mm -hmm. they're all 5'9", (sighs) 5'10". Another loss to Wolves. So, uh, again, Chelsea isn't getting relegated. This isn't going to be, you know, a a season that we have to worry about. I think all the stuff they said in the top of the year about trying to – play for European spots so that's out the window now it's just you know try not, try not to be try to try to get 10th let's get 10th let's see progression somehow mm-hmm. um, but they're going to need a big January window Uh oh one other thing I wanted to just say quick is that I really do like Jordy Petrovic I think he's going to he's be good. good I think he's going to be good I think he's the best option like yeah, if, yeah Kappa isn't going to come back we're going to He's going to stay in Spain somewhere. If he's not at. Uh, if he's not at Reale, He's going to be somewhere. Uh, I Ray I was like. Whatever. I'm sorry Sanchez. I said Robert Sanchez is whatever. I, I don't get it. Uh, for a guy who's supposed to be so good with his feet. And can't distribute the ball. me nuts. Anyways. Uh, Chelsea lose. They're going to be dropping down. Because of what happened today. So we'll see. They've got a match this weekend versus a Mm -hmm. team that we should absolutely annihilate. Should. Should. We don't have anybody up front, but you know, (laughs) I guess the cuckoo has to play 90 minutes now. We'll see. We'll see.
2: Yeah.
1: Anyways, guys, that was the play. That was the first uh, Christmas Eve match they've had in years and stuff like that too, I guess, in the Premier League. Thanks for that, guys. Jerks.
0: yeah Premier League's already said next year no matches on Christmas Eve
1: yeah well thanks for ruining Christmas I cried myself to sleep anyways let's keep going let's go on to matches we got to see today first wants to know who the German star you talk about is Rob Christopher and cuckoo he's gonna be fantastic he was good and he was really good in the German League last year too yeah so, so we'll see he's just so small but he's fast is he little well, you know, and hazard was small, but we now we're gonna have a team of the Hazards, and at least he had big people to play with. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, they can't all be in hazard. Oh, sorry, yeah. He's saying he's French. Yes, sorry, he's French, but I keep thinking about the German league. Oh, sorry, I keep thinking about just his performance in the Bundesliga. Anyways, let's move on to the matches today. Matches I got to do while working. So Newcastle. Trying to turn their season around at home, they got Nottingham Forest, who haven't looked good. Maybe, yeah. uh, but you know they almost they almost stole a match last week or this past mm-hmm. week, uh, down ten men, and they get on the board first. Uh, a pretty soft, a uh, pretty soft penalty on Alexander Isak, who does mm-hmm. an absolute barrel roll a barrel roll how embarrassing like how I could never imagine these guys get paid million dollars I get it. but how embarrassing would that be just to barely get touched and just keep spinning 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 spinning
0: yeah that was that was not a good
1: penalty. like your, like your crocodile food whatever yeah anyways uh esac scores but the story of this match as we mentioned him a little earlier is Chris wood.
2: Three mm-hmm.
1: three goals and honestly should have had four uh not long after uh ESAC scores. Alonga and him came in two on one, and Alonga decided to shoot or whatever I think the <laughs> better option was to pass to Wood. Uh he got an earful from Chris Wood after that. That next play, or that next time down for that first goal, is coming in towards the touchline. That's two defenders, splits the splits the ball between them, finds Chris Wood, mm-hmm. easy tapping. There you go. That's more like it. He adds two more. And Nuno gets his first forest win. Newcastle in a in a bit of a pickle. Let's just take a look at you Newcastle. Four losses in their last five games, Adelia. Mm-hmm uh moving down yeah
0: they they are in some trouble
1: they're in some trouble for sure uh yeah i don't see who's uh they're playing this week coming up
0: i mean when you have no they get
1: get, yeah they get liverpool this weekend yeah they're not not winning
0: that game no looking
1: any better um
0: no offense to Chris Wood cuz he's a good player obviously. He's good. But he's not someone that generally scores a hat trick.
1: <laughs> no. He's never
0: scored a hat trick before. No. Nope. He's the first person uh, to score a hat trick on a uh, Boxing Day fixture since Harry Kane in 2017. Jeez. I mean this is not something that happens often. Yeah. Um but You mean
1: you mean the famous German Harry Kane?
0: Famous, the famous <laughs> German, I
1: guess, sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm still um, for words. Did you, see, speaking of Harry Kane, slide aside, did you say he was staying in a hotel in Munich that cost over 10,000 euros a night and has been there since September?
1: Yeah, he probably considered it a little hostile or something like that, too. He probably wasn't concerned with it. Uh, I'm not surprised. I was, I'm surprised at the price. Don't get me wrong i was yeah. surprised at the price, and it's. I bet you it's probably uh, covered by uh, uh, Bayern too somehow. Probably I'm sure he's not doing it. I remember in the '90s, uh, Roberto Alomar just lived at the Skydome Hotel. Uh, he never mm. bought a house; or he just like took the elevator down to work every day. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I like I like that yeah. idea of uh, of just staying in a hotel when you're uh, when you're playing somewhere. Don't have to worry yeah. about anything ever.
0: Yeah. A million over a million euros that he paid in this hotel <laughs> to be there since September.
1: So, He's yeah, moved out now. So, it was like a, one of us staying at a, a Holiday Inn Express for one night, basically, in praise. <laughs> yeah, there.
0: sure, Ferris.
1: He gets it. I think they did pay for it 100%. Yeah, uh, yeah there's no way he just paid for it him by himself. Uh, but, it, I, it, yeah, he said it was Thomas Mueller. That told him it's time to get his own place or something like that thomas mueller all right
0: yeah
1: all right but who wants anyways, to live in germany
0: yeah anyways uh forest played really well today
1: they did uh yeah after that uh, did not after that first after that penalty or whatever it was just all forest uh mm-hmm. yeah there was there was not much of a fight uh laughter. yeah they look good they look sharp uh, maybe switching was the right idea for them. Who knows? It took a little while for them to get going, but now they've been training for a week, I guess. So, Do you
0: think at some point, if this trend continues, um, Newcastle thinks about replacing Eddie Howe? No. I don't either. I've seen a lot of tweets today saying Eddie Howe's in real trouble.
1: No, I don't think so. Like uh, Again, it had been 20-something years since they played in the Champions League, it's uh yeah he's he's done pretty well for them, um, mm-hmm. and again, they're not getting relegated, so, no. and there's no rush unless they want to put Steve Cooper in there. Is Steve Cooper going to make them a better squad right now? Probably not. No, probably not. Plus they have they have all the money. Newcastle has all the money. If they want to wait and just go and yeah. get, you know, the biggest name they can find in the world, that isn't Pep Guardiola. They could probably do it. They could probably figure um, out a way.
0: Yeah. Ferris is saying, Adelia the Forest tweet. There was a great tweet. Um, somebody um, at Social Chartered on Twitter said, A team named Forest winning against oil money back to Newcastle is what Greta Thunberg dreams of. Environmental <laughs> derby with all three goals scored by a guy named
1: Wood. Oh my gosh. How dare you? How dare you? Isn't that what they're saying? How dare you? I like it. That's yeah. Pretty, yeah, that worked out pretty well. Good for her. And them, um, good for Forrest. Yeah, no yeah. it's I, yeah, it's good to see them. Uh, it is it is good for Forrest.
0: They they've moved um back ahead of Everton. So they're in 16th.
1: That was a big there game for They're only two Everton points out of the
0: relegation zone though, Forrest.
1: Yeah. That was a big game for them, and so cuz uh, yeah, like those bottom three teams all look good uh on the weekend Luton,
0: so picking up a couple of wins here have moved into a much closer position to get out of the relegation zone than they were in before.
1: Let's skip the Bournemouth game. We'll just talk about that real quick. Uh, Sheffield and Luton, uh, humdinger of a match. Absolutely. Uh, you got to love a three 2 comeback win and stuff like that, especially when you drop the, when you drop the lead, you go get the lead early. Mm-hmm. Alfie Dowdy putting Luton up. In what the 17th minute and they held on to the lead for a while that that last 40 minutes was bananas last yeah 25 minutes really uh ollie McBurney getting the six getting a goal in the 61st i'm gonna say the name right there's always a name every every damn week it's gonna mm-hmm. give me a little bit but i got new glasses to deal with, so i can probably figure it out okay anil Ahmed
0: that's. I think that sounds pretty close.
1: Yes, I goddamn did it. Uh, he got. I believe up. he's
0: the captain of Sheffield United.
1: Yes, uh, he gets one eight minutes later. Big goal. Let, let's be clear about one
0: thing here. Uh, yeah. Sheffield United scored the last four goals of this game. It's just the two of them were for Luton.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, Carlton Morris helped out. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, he he puts crosses in. First one goes off Jack Robinson's head, and mm-hmm. then there was people in the area at least and then uh, uh, the other one goes off of uh Ben what was it Ben Sammain is that his- Slimani Slimani? Ben Slimani. and then to blow it uh late uh but Luton getting two wins in a row yep uh, has Chelsea done that this year I don't know. I don't think they have. Uh yeah. I think they I think it was a big deal that we won two games in a row at home this year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: At home. That was sandwiched in between loss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh good for Luton. Let's again. We're gonna take a look. I'm gonna go take a quick look at the table. Let's look at down here at the bottom. Luton now, at uh, just a point behind Everton. And like you said, just the two points behind Forrest. They're three points behind Palace. Yeah,
2: there's a
1: bunch of teams that are starting to bundle now at the bottom. It could be a pretty uh, tremendous uh, race, race to the championship. Yeah, and... I saw. A,
0: I didn't bring this up earlier, but I saw a tweet today that Crystal Palace hasn't won in like 52 days.
1: Yep, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, good news for them. I'm pretty sure that they play uh, Chelsea coming up yeah they play Chelsea uh, actually tomorrow we'll get to our predictions for that real soon Uh, let's go back quickly because yeah we're running we're gonna do fine considering all the matches we're doing okay let's go to that aforementioned a long time ago AFC Burnmouth playing the lowly Fulham Cottagers and uh, mm-hmm. and it's another one uh i believe what is this the uh there's they've uh gotten points in 7 6, six wins and a draw now in their last 7 is that yep. right yep i think the more remarkable stat we'll, we'll say that uh uh justin clavert uh scores the first goal uh, it's it's a real nice setup by alex scott but Can Fulham play defense? I don't think so. He just literally went through four people. Four people just sit and watched him go in. So, uh, yeah, Clover gets uh, the help from that. Now, Dom Solanke scores a penalty uh, to put them up, two, which usually wouldn't be that big a deal. Penalties happen. We've talked about penalties uh, in this show so far. And that maybe that we could also talk that it's his 12th goal of the year for Solanke tied with more yeah. like tied with yeah, Mo only, only two behind Holland now.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. What's more interesting. This is the first Burnmouth penalty in 609 days.
0: Yeah. That was astounding when I saw that they tweeted that.
1: It's like they always had to play at Old Trafford just <laughs> doesn't happen. Uh uh Louis Sinestra uh gets another one. And then the last one, the Sinestra scores, you know, just running towards the middle of the box. That's something they were trying to do all game. And they were allowed to do it. They were just missing. Yeah. So yeah, so there's a there's a plan when you're playing Fulham, I guess. Just get cut to the middle. Just I hope a certain other Fulham based team watches say, oh, this is how you can beat them. Just go to the middle of the box and shoot. But you have to shoot. Yeah. Burned Leno shoved a ball
0: kid at one point during this that, game.
1: That was funny. That kid has funny, big hair, too. Uh, so, yeah, again, the kid was being a jerk. And I guess this had happened a little bit earlier, whatever, and just not giving the ball and stuff like that. So, get mm-hmm. to go get the ball himself. It wasn't a shove. He takes the ball and gives him one of these. He's like, yeah, get out of here. And yeah. so, yeah, so, yeah, the crowd was on him for that, on him for that. The fourth official had to go over there, talk to the kid. Eventually he was moved away and put towards the uh, the dugouts there and stuff like that, too. So, yeah, he kind of, he had, he kind of got removed from his position mm-hmm. uh, after that. But yeah, uh, and eventually uh, uh, he had, uh, went over and uh, gave the kid a hug and talked to him and waved to the fans and stuff like that. And says, Sorry or whatever. I don't think he should have. I think you should have given no. you know, one of these or whatever. Up yours, whatever. Just burn mouth. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, so, keep moving. On. We're gonna keep moving on. What do we got? Yep. Two, two more matches left. Yep. Um, we could talk quick about a really good team versus a pretty bad team with a great player again because uh, uh, Liverpool beats Burnley at uh, the Turf Moor which is not surprising, and sandwiched between a very early goal by Darwin Nunez, a very late goal by Diego Jota, but they have this kid named James Trafford uh, that uh, Ferris just realized plays in the Premier League uh, and he's going to make an awful lot of money. Uh, And, well, when he was fantastic again in that, Uh, of course, Burnley, I'm going to say, okay, Now, I've never been a professional athlete, professional coach, Adelia. Mm -hmm. I do know one of the best ways to score goals is to get a shot on net. Mm -hmm. Well, Burnley failed to do that. They had 90 minutes. They had 90 minutes to accomplish that. They could not. Uh, James Trafford had uh, 10 shots directed at him, eight saves, uh, and some uh, of the highest quality as well. He was. Again, terrific. Uh, he was just left out to drive by his teammates. Uh, yeah, he's going to be something. I really hope he doesn't replace like Allison or something like that at Liverpool, which could happen. I just keep thinking. Yeah. I just keep nightmare scenarios about where this kid could end up. Maybe like Spain will want him. Maybe he'll go to like Barcelona or something like that. It's hard to say. I no don't know. Barcelonans. Yeah. He, he won't go to Italy. I can tell you that. Anyways. uh that move puts Liverpool up on top of the standings for now. For now. For now. Uh, there's a team that has they have to play one more time this week, but Arsenal gets to play twice yet. Uh, we'll talk about their those in the predictions part, but there was one last game at Old Trafford, Man United, the most puzzlingly Evil team, I can never imagine. <laughs> uh, because Aston Villa, again, a team that's fighting for first, a team that could have moved to first with a win, mm-hmm. had a 2 0 advantage heading to halftime. The United fans booed them off the pitch. Yep. John McGinn scored um, from a free kick, goes straight in somehow. Just goes straight in. I forget what they said about that, but that's just something that doesn't happen for uh, Villa ever. Yeah. So he he scored a a bizarre goal for them. Leander Dendocker scores. Yep. His first goal for Villa, uh, even though he's been there for two years. Uh, so, he,
0: he's, he's generally not involved in scoring. So until he scored this goal, I forgot he still played for Villa.
1: Yeah, I had zero idea. So uh, United had been ruled offside nine times. It cost them how many goals? Two goals? previous. Two, I think. Two previous goals. And then it looks like uh, just the light went on. And they figured out Villa's offside trap. And they were able to get guys moving. Uh, and it's uh, Garnacho getting two important goals. And then they had to wait a while. But then the one man who I never wanted to see score, just because it's been so <laughs> funny.
0: It has been very amusing.
1: Rasmus Hoyland finally gets a goal. Rasmus Hoyland finally gets a goal the 81st minute it was a nice goal but again it's that this is how you beat this is how you're going to beat these guys it's just go faster than them just wait just wait wait for their wait for their guys to come up that's when you push back that's how you beat their offside trap they got figured out so i don't know i don't think this is hot i don't think this is a uh a tactic they use often not that i've noticed it's not like other people are just going for it or whatever but uh, when you have speed. Uh, like uh, United has in these guys, you have to use it, and they figured it. Just the light went on, and they keep sa- saving Eric Ten Hag's job. Like they do. I remember, I remember uh, uh, listening to the thing or whatever, and the commentators were talking about uh, having him bicycle his way back to to uh, uh, the Netherlands or whatever after the matches stuff. I was like, oh my god, uh, yeah, they did not think he would make it into uh, uh, 2024 as United manager, but there you go. Uh, 45 minutes solves everything in the English Premier League. Uh, yep. An incredible an incredible finish. And while I was talking, I remember yeah. that I didn't write down any of the scores here for what we did. So we have a score here that we both got wrong. We have a score here that we both got right. We have a score here that you got right and I got wrong. We both got this. And then... That didn't happen, and that was wrong. So, here we go tallying up. The first what was this fourteen matches, or the fourteen matches we covered this week. Okay. Adelia, had two. Oh. Okay. Well, well, Snark
0: is uh, not, not that, all not the
1: best.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, Snark is adding all of that up. Uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, watching. Uh, like we said earlier, subscribe to the channel so you don't miss when we go live again next week. Not sure on the time yet. Uh, hopefully, we can do this at the same time we did it this week so we can sure. have time to watch the game.
1: Yes. Uh, let's just say that I won last week. I'll leave it at that. Okay. That's all we need to know. That's all we need to know. That's all we need to know. Now we're going. Guys, not only are we predicting matches throughout the week, we're predicting matches all the way to the future. The future of 2024. We got Mm -hmm. matches going in January 1st and 2nd. It starts with... uh, Maybe the one of the least discussed matches we'll get through the week: Brentford and Wolves.
0: I'm gonna go draw.
1: I think that's smart. Uh, I like the way that Wolves. Well, you know, Chelsea helped them out so much. Brentford's gonna win. Okay, so you, <laughs> you go draw. I'll go Brentford. Uh, Chelsea and Palace. This Is at the bridge? I'm.
0: I'm. I just don't think Palace is playing very well at all. I'll go Chelsea at home.
1: I'm going to say Chelsea at home as well, just because I want to be able to sleep tonight. But, yeah, Palace hasn't been well. Uh, IU, again, looked good, but where's Ezzie? Like there's yeah. yeah, there's so many players that could be playing better for them. And we have no forwards. So, oh, it's gonna, yeah, I'm still saying Chelsea. I'd rather say Satan be wrong. Uh, Everton uh, gets to play at home, but against Man City.
0: The Club World Cup champions. Mm -hmm. Man City. Rested. Yeah, Man City.
1: City's gonna win. I agree. Brighton versus Spurs at the Amex.
0: Oh, that's... I'll go Spurs.
1: Okay, I'm gonna say draw.
0: Okay,
1: because you might be right, but I just don't want to say it. Uh, Arsenal West Ham. Arsenal This'll be a good match. It should be. But you guys are at home. Yeah, I think Arsenal's gonna win. Now, for Chelsea's second game in like two days. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Luton. We have to go to Kenilworth Road. It'll be fantastic to watch. Yeah. But a Luton team that just doesn't want to stop scoring and winning.
0: Yeah. I'm still going to go Chelsea.
1: Yeah, Chelsea's still going to win this match. Hopefully, this is the match they figure it out. Or hopefully, this is the week some of their houses burned down. Just saying. Uh, Villa at home. Trying to start another streak against Burnley. Villa. Well, hopefully they've smartened up. Yeah. This has not been a banner week for them, but I'm going to say Villa as well. Palace and Brentford. Brentford. They each get to play their second match. I'll agree with you. Brentford should win that match. Oh, yeah. Man City and Sheffield United. City. City. Mhm. That's at the Emirates. Shouldn't be a problem. Ooh. At the Eddie
0: Head, not the Emirates. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Emirates always getting, I always
1: get I get them all mixed up. It sounds the same to me. Uh, <laughs> Wolves and Everton. Wolves. Ooh, I like it. Is that Molnir I'm going to say Everton bounces back. Okay. Uh, Forest at home. They get United. The sine wave of United.
0: I don't know. I, I feel like United figured something out in that second half today, so I'll say United.
1: Okay. I'm They're still draw. better
0: than Forest this year.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but I, I'm going to say a draw. Okay. Uh, just a few more, including uh you get to travel to the poor part of fulham uh arsenal against fulham at the cottage arsenal yeah that shouldn't be a problem spurs and ooh, burn Burnmouth. this is at the hallowed and vaunted tottenham hotspur stadium that everybody wants to put their name on
0: this would be a good game mm-hmm. um I'll go Spurs because they're at home. But it should be a good game.
1: I'm going to say Burnham because it's more fun. Okay. Uh, well, I think this match would have been more interesting a few months ago. Liverpool and Newcastle. Liverpool. Liverpool is going to win. No problem. And then to wrap up. We've already wrapped up 2023 by this point, but to wrap up this week, matches. West Ham and Brighton. West Ham. It's at London Stadium. I believe they're going to win as well. So there you go. We've we've done it.
0: All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us here tonight. Mm -hmm. Uh, Snark, where can people find you?
1: Well, uh, usually you'd be able to find me weekends here with LGRN after start, but uh, uh, we've taken a, a, an extended holiday break. We'll be back in the new year, just in time to, uh, you know, after all these matches and stuff. We'll probably start up again very soon. Uh, you can also catch me Thursdays on the Rewatchers Council here on the network with you, Adelia Young, Ferris Muthana, as well. you are talking mm-hmm. uh, a full. 144 episode rewatch of Buffy the Vampire Slayer we're up to we'll be talking uh, 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 the puppet show next but we are on an extended Christmas break for that as well we're just taking a holiday we'll be back very soon with it and yeah it's been super fun and I can't wait to do another episode that's it for me
0: yeah. absolutely you can find me this Friday on the Entertainment Channel the Open Table LGRN's New Year's Hangout uh, okay. unfortunately, some things come up so Ferris won't be able to join us. So it'll be me and some of the members of the LGRN crew and some of our patrons hanging out and uh, just having a little New Year's hangout. Uh, mm-hmm. and we will be back here next week. Uh, starting 11 Tuesday, we'll be at 6 p.m. Pacific live, uh, recapping the rest of the festive fixtures as oh, they boy. call them on NBC and uh then we will uh, will be uh, going back to our regular 3 p.m. Pacific time slot after that. But uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in tonight. And uh, have some happy holidays.
1: Ooh.